Dark Char Media presents Branded by Blood. Starring Gip Gipper as the Braden Devereaux. Kelly Hunter as Shane Corleone. Josh Schroyer as Mike Brady. Danny Atwell as Captain Maureen. And starring Miguel Pedroza as Gatekeeper Mortis. The Dark Charm universe just got a whole lot bloodier. October, Monday, New Orleans. Getting a call to investigate another murder. You struck again. After a night of my own brand of debauchery, I have to make my way downtown to find out what the fuck is going on. Maybe able to manipulate blood, sense blood, feel blood, but I am not in the mood to fuck with the hangover that's raging in my head. It was Duncan Plaza, 7 a.m. New Detective Michael Brady stood outside his Toyota Prius, waiting for his partner to show up. As much as his new position felt rushed, it was indeed a breath of fresh air to be a detective instead of a patrolman. There was lots of differences, but he was up for the task. Still a rookie, he felt it was best not to look at the crime scene without his partner with him. What seemed like forever to Brady, out of the corner of his eye, a brown Crown Victoria pulled up to the scene. His partner, a shoddy and worn Braden Devereaux, finally got out of his car and strode up to him. He took out a cigarette and lit up. He was a stark contrast compared to the immaculate nature that Brady had tried to portray. He walked up slowly to him as Devereaux dove into his pocket and pulled out a pair of sunglasses and put them on his face. He forgot to shave and smelled of a night of binge drinking. Wow, look at Sharp. If you were any brighter, you'd be the sun. Yeah, what happened to you last night? That was my promotion celebration, but you took it over like a Yankee stealing lamb. What are you, my mother? I'm not happy with what happened last night, but at least you could have texted back. Devereaux plucked the cigarette out of his mouth and flicked it violently at Brady as it bounced off his new suit. Oh, what the fuck, man? Brady's eyes widened as Devereaux came closer to him. Listen, Rook, I do things my own way, that's how I like it, and that's how I get results. You do things my way, and we'll get along just fine. Get one thing straight. I stuck my neck out for you to get this promotion. 
enough with the Mother Teresa bullshit, and let's go find out what happened here. You're a dick, you know that. Great. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get to work, shall we? Devereaux started walking toward the crime scene, toward the redevelopment statue, as they saw cops all over the alcove. <clears throat> he cleared his throat as they parted like the Red Sea for Moses. He stooped down to see an early 20s black woman whose throat was slashed from ear to ear, just like the killing outside of Bar Uncommon and the previous attacks from the slasher. She was propped up against the statue where Jogger found her this morning. Ugh. <laughs> Any identification? Wallet and purse all have their contents in it as far as we could tell. The ID is one of Amelia Hargrove from Gretna across the river. This is the difference. This time we actually have an ID. Time of death? Late last evening. Her body was stone cold by the time the Jogger found her. Devereaux inspected the wall of the alcove as the cop continued his examination. Well, we also found that the perp took the Vic's blood and wrote something on the wall. For you. This asshole literally wrote this for me. That cocksucking son of a bitch. He's just taunting me now. You think this note was for you? Devereaux sighed as he put his hands to his face. Only way to find out. I want fingerprints taken of every letter drawn, and I want a forensic scan as quickly as possible. Devereaux closed his eyes and felt outward. I feel the blood call to me, but I can't sense him or her. I haven't been able Look, to tell. this doesn't make any sense. It seems you know something about this case and you ain't telling me. You need to tell me now what the fuck is going on. If I'm able to help you catch this guy... I need to know the facts. Devereaux opened his eyes and dove back into his pocket and grabbed another cigarette. He lit it, took a few good drags, and gawked at Brady angrily. Fuck! Didn't you read your files I sent you? There is reading the files and there is hearing it from the horse's mouth. What gives? Does this perp know you? Devereaux took another drag from his cigarette as he walked away from the crime scene. He motioned to Brady to follow him. Brady followed as they got some distance from the scene. I need a coffee. Come on, man. You had faith in me for some reason. What is going okay, on? Okay, okay. A couple years back, I had started making a name for myself by solving crimes no one could touch. Not even with DNA. Making the perps confess under duress. Things like that. I started feeling very cocky at work. That was until this asshole came along. Newsflash, Deb. Still are cocky. I Confident, wouldn't. not cocky. I have changed a little since. You could have fooled me. Devereaux took off his sunglasses. The effects of his hangover seemed to have disappeared with the letters on the wall of the alcove. It amazed Brady. You want me to continue, or is this going to be a fucking ethics lecture? Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Devereaux took another drink and put his sunglasses back on. The first kill and a visceral one at that if you read the files, was a woman by the Superdome after Baltimore won the big game. Second one was outside a restaurant by the French Quarter weeks later. Both were killed with the same slasher weapon. Razor sharp, and it cut throats like fucking baloney. Did they have anything in common other than their means of death? Nope. Only thing they had in common was that their throats were slashed. Male, female, gay, straight, the perp didn't seem to have a particular pattern or motive to these killings. He never left any fingerprints, no one caught the perp on camera, and never any hair follicles were found at the crime scene. Then, 
found something with the fifth killing by Palmer Park, who was a mother of four children. I found blood, samples not belonging to the victim. Were you able to trace any of the DNA? Devereaux put out his cigarette and threw the butt in the trash can nearby. There is something you don't know about me, and I want to keep that way for now, because it's in your best interest as well as your safety. Now you're being the blood sample bad. was that of a human, but it was mixed with something else that almost made me nauseous to the smell and to the touch. It wasn't any drug or anything, yet it seemed extremely potent. I sense where this is going. I took back the samples to the lab to see if there was anything in Oz called the Fed database. Nothing came back. What else is new? Well, I went to lunch, just for ten minutes outside of the lab, and I came back to find that the samples were gone. Someone had come in and took them. I asked the lab technician, but he said that he knew nothing of what I was talking about. I just talked to the guy ten minutes prior! So you think he pulled a prank on you? Or do you think he had his memory erased? <laughs> knew there was a reason I wanted you to be my partner. Yes, at first I thought it was a prank. But I have this sense, if you will, about people lying to me. And this guy really didn't know that I had been there before. He thought I was bringing him new information. No one came in that I could see since I was eating. And if someone left, I couldn't tell because all the doors were open. I wouldn't have seen or noticed anyone leaving. So that's why you wanted someone fresh to work with you. To make sure that I wasn't part of the same system that you perceive is Think about it, Boy Scout. The files I sent you... Over 15 murders in the past three years and almost the same M.O.? You saw number 15 only days ago. Add number 16 today. Why hasn't the mayor, or the governor for that matter, declared this perp a serial killer? He is... Politics, Devereaux. You should know this by now. They will continue to think these are random killings until there is evidence that suggests otherwise to the press. They have to be caught red-handed in the cover-up. You think this is a conspiracy? cover-up? Hell yeah, I do. It doesn't sound like anything I've heard before. This stays between me and you. No talk of this at the precinct. Not to the captain and nobody else but you and I. Get it? Yeah. Not a peep out of me, man. The officer they had previously talked to ran up to them. Detectives. He looked Wait. as though he wasn't used to doing things like this often. What's up? <sighs> we... Wait, excuse me, let me catch my breath. Take your time, dude. I've recorded a video of the perpetrator in the act. It was almost like Christmas for Brayton Devereaux as he ran with the officer back to the mobile crime lab. Minutes later, the technician started playing the video surveillance footage. Now, detectives, uh, this is a bit grainy because of the older technology of these cameras and the fact that it was filmed in dark lights. Wasn't it in Belosian's budget for this year, huh? As for dark light, there are lights all over the place that's not just, really dark. Just check this out. The footage saw a blackout of the area in question just as Amelia Hargrove walked past the statue. Someone from the shadows grabbed her and yanked her violently behind the pedestal of the statue proceeded to slit her throat and raise their hands into the air as if worshipping or glorifying what they did when the perp dipped his hands into her blood and started writing. Within a matter of a few minutes, the perp grabbed her, killed her, taunted, and disappeared from the scene as the lights came back on. 
but one constant still remained the same. Miss Hargrove was still dead as a doornail. Bitch. Don't look so glum, Kimosabi. We got some clues from this. I am actually more excited than a redhead stepchild at a titty bar. He pulled out the thumb drive and looked at the technician. Convert this footage to a video file and put on that flash drive, if you will. But sir, protocol is to send this to the lab to the precinct, isn't it? Yes, officer, and it still will. But this is my case, and I want for my own files and posterity. The officer did as he was asked and copied the file to his thumb drive. He then put it in his pocket. Hand it to you. That was pretty smooth back there. About? For your own file record. Devereaux turned around, but still walked briskly. You think I'm gonna let that jabroni steal my files and fuck up my case? They have another thing fucking coming. No, dude. Leave your car. You're coming with me. But, but. I'll bring you back here later. We are heading to my place. Devereaux drove to 4311 St. Anne Street in the heart of New Orleans. Brady was surprised to see where Devereaux lived. He expected that his partner's home would be as disheveled and as unorthodox as the man he met. Man, Not what you expected, did you? Your house is so clean. You on Devereaux walked gingerly to a computer that was in a den-turned office and turned it on. It took a little while for the system to boot up. Brady opened Devereaux's refrigerator. It was bone empty, except for a six-pack of Killian's Irish Red. Devereaux watched as the system continued to boot up. If you want to be a gunboard, I'll cover for you later. But it's ten in the morning. A body wants what the body wants. What's your point? Live a little, Boy Scout. Shit! Brady went against everything his normal mind had told him and took a beer out of the fridge and opened it. He took a long drink and walked back into the den as Devereaux put his thumb drive in the USB port of his system and made the necessary clicks. The video came up one more time. They watched it all the way through before Devereaux paused it. Now, what do we know about our perp? In regards to the reference we see in front of the redevelopment statue, you can make that case. Our purpose in this category is at least six feet tall. Judging by the build and the shadows, you can say the purpose is kind of muscular. Wait a minute. Is there a way you can zoom in there? There's something kind of off that I need clarification on. The hips are too wide for a man. At least not without help. <laughs> Help? You know what I mean. Implants, plastic surgery. Zoom in where? Zoom in the chest uh, area of the perp. Devereaux zoomed in on the footage. He couldn't believe he didn't see it before. Holy shit. It's a woman. She's got tits. That's why the wider hips made sense. So we have either one hell of a transsexual, or this woman is a fucking Amazon. Oh, you didn't say. I have a 30S, 44H, 108, with a code 3 up Delgado Drive. Over. Devereaux's eyes widened at the radio and grabbed it off his desk. 10-4, dispatch. Unit 246 on its way. Delgado Drive? That's not far from here. 
Devereaux grabbed his Beretta M9 from inside a drawer and made sure it was 30S, 44H, I live for shit like this. You do realize they also said uh, 108 as well. There is an officer in danger. Devereaux hid the thumb drive in a plant pot nearby, grabbed his extra magazines for his Beretta M9. He looked to his new partner. Let's go, motherfucker! Guest starring Dan Mac McCloskey as the cop and the technician. Break on through by the doors. Nowhere to run by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. Special effects by Zapsplat.com. Branded by Blood as a Dark Charm Media production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.